I'm Dave Hill. I was born and raised in America, but my grandfather, Clarence Vincent Blake Sr., was from Canada. Clinton, Ontario, to be exact. And when I was a kid growing up on the mean streets of suburban Cleveland, Ohio, my grandfather would thrill and amaze me and my siblings with tales of his mysterious and magical homeland located just across majestic Lake Erie. My grandfather's been up in that big hockey arena in the sky for over 30 years now, so I figured it was time I finally learned more about his country, which is why I started this podcast on which I try to learn more about Canada, one Canadian at a time. This is So You're Canadian. Hello, today I come to you from very cold and damp New York City, but that's not going to stop me from bringing you another scorching hot episode of So, You're Canadian, with me, Dave Hill, mentioned earlier. Before we get into the main event of the podcast, first, a bit of Canadian news. See what I have here for you. The headline, Flock of Wild Turkeys Invade Mill Bay Neighborhood. Quote unquote, gobble, unquote, up plants, uh, Victoria suburb, I guess. Uh, a flock of wild turkeys recently invaded a quiet Mill Bay neighborhood, sending the community into an amused buzz. Mill Bay residents Roger and Gail Anderson say that the rafter of approximately nine wild turkeys first appeared in the neighborhood roughly two weeks ago. Roger says that one mid-November day he went to check his mailbox and when he turned around the birds had appeared. That's when this Hitchcock couldn't have written this better. That's when he headed back inside his home to tell his wife about the strange animal visit. So he came back and said, "Oh my god, there's wild turkeys," said Gail. "There's a bunch of turkeys in the middle of the road," added Gail. "They were following me back home, so I come out onto the veranda and sure enough I could hear them first. I could hear the gobble, gobble, gobble." Another neighborhood resident, Carol Grant, said the young, the touring turkeys visiting visited her garden as well. They're eating out of my flower pots. They're up the sidewalk. They're everywhere, said Grant. She sounds like she's getting worked up. While the birds were in the neighborhood, some residents say the animals gorged themselves on the local plant life. I'm glad they're gone, says Gail. We're all glad they're gone. I'm a huge gardener, and I was just concerned about the pecking and digging. Residents say that the turkeys stayed in the area for about a week before mysteriously disappearing, just as they had arrived. The Andersons say that the Kawichun Valley Regional District, that's CVRD to you and me, told the neighborhood that two groups of wild turkeys live in the Shawnigan Lake area and that the rafter that appeared in Mill Bay was likely one of those groups. Rafter, I guess, is a group of turkeys. I can only uh, infer that's even the word I'm looking for. I think it is. The CVRD believes that the turkeys have now likely returned to Shawnigan Lake. While some residents feared for their gardens, most of the neighborhood seems to have enjoyed the turkeys' unexpected visit. I know I would have. It was neat, said one Mill Bay resident. It was a lot of fun. Well, I don't doubt it. Um, These uh, these, uh, turkeys sound like a bunch of pricks, if you ask me. No, I'm just kidding. It's fun to... Fun to suggest, though. Okay, enough about that. Moving on. Speaking of British Columbia, my guest today is in Vancouver, I believe, as I speak. 
because she lives there. I'm not a detective. Uh, we spoke over the futuristic Skype uh, app or whatever it is. She is Lisa Christensen from CBC, CBC One, I believe, to be exact. She is also host of the Pop This podcast, and perhaps more importantly for my purposes, I was going to say my Dave Hill purposes, but I blacked out. Uh, Lisa is a serious metalhead. In fact, two different people wrote me suggesting I have her on the show because we are both super into metal. One of those people were, was, was, is, uh, was none other than my first guest on the show ever, uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Maybe you've heard of him. Uh, Malcolm spoke with Lisa, and Lisa apparently said she was a Witch Taint fan, and that was all I needed to hear, of course. And uh, to be honest, we really get into a lot of metal talk on this episode. So much, in fact, that I sometimes forgot to ask a lot of important Canadian questions. But hopefully I've still done my job here in delivering you a delightful and seriously Canadian conversation once again, like clockwork. I don't know if you can hear Lucy in the background. Speaking of metal, she's eating a bone. Uh, It's not metal, but she is. Uh, You know what I mean. Anyway, here now. As I was about to say, is my delightful and seriously Canadian conversation with Lisa Christensen. Well, let me start by saying thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. My pleasure. I'm a big fan. Oh, likewise. I, I've been, I've been uh, learning. Uh, I've been taking. I'm, I'm consider myself. Uh, New York City's foremost authority on you, uh, at least gonna... you know my, my research that I've been doing. Wait, what <laughs> I, did you say? No, I was going to say I'm I'm quite certain that that you would hold that distinction. It would be probably hard to find someone else. <laughs> um, but but I'll say you know people have suggested um, you know when it was when we started this podcast people suggested some you know we've been doing this for a couple months now and people have suggested some guests but you came severely highly recommended not only by malcolm gladwell but also um another person reached out out of the blue um via emailed me oh magic internet um both uh equally uh, easily as excited as malcolm was and then I started uh, doing some hardcore research, and and uh, and you you're the first guest on the show that is both Canadian and also well, no, actually there have been other guests who have been into metal, but I feel like you're uh, you're uh, you're you're leading the pack. I mean, you're going to see King Diamond Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. How can you not be a fan of King Diamond? I don't know, and especially I'm, I was excited that you had seen that interview that Sam Dunn had done with him. Um, have you watched all of his documentaries? I've watched a lot of uh, Sam Dunn. I've, I've uh, most of it, I would say. I, I'm not entirely up to date with uh, all the YouTube, you know, the stuff mm-hmm. he's done since uh, Headbangers Journey. I yeah. almost met for for the list. I'm I'm assuming the listener. I hope everyone knows who who Sam Dunn is, but yeah. if, if you don't know, dear listener, he is the uh, his. I guess he's most known for a Headbangers Journey, right? 
I think so. And then he's gone on to realize all of his dreams with, you know, with Iron Maiden and Rush and and then the history of metal, which he broke down into all those subgenres, which is always the most fun when you're talking to someone who doesn't know anything about metal. And, you know, you say something like, well, you know, they're like, you know, more of a tech technical metal person. They're like, I'm, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean that you don't know that? Oh, I know that. Isn't that oh, I'm so glad you feel the same way. Um, when someone says to me, when they say Norwegian death metal, when you know they mean Norwegian black metal. Yeah. That to me is like nails on a chalkboard. Well, I leave. I just get up and go because I feel like whatever else comes after that, I can't really trust that person. Yeah, you can't take them seriously no. if they make that. You like you put you have to put them in a box and say like everything you say is suspect from now on. Yeah, it's called little research. It's called, you know, just knowing things. That's all it's called. Yeah. Exactly. Mhm. It's just uh I I really struggle to be polite be polite when people make that mistake. Um but I I'm glad uh to be talking to someone who 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 gets it. Yeah, well, I do my best. I mean, as you know, it, the other fun part about metal is it's always learning. There's always, A, going to be um, a new disease discovered that a new band will adopt and say, this is our identity, right? That's yeah. happening all right now. There's yeah, something totally. new. And so it's a constant learning process, and that's what I really enjoy. Yeah, and then you have to be the first band to be like, uh, you know, lesion or whatever the thing is going to be uh, okay now i haven't googled this but perhaps you want to do this so i had to um have a tooth removed okay and uh, one of the big um problems i don't know if you've ever had a tooth removed is you have to be wary of something called dry socket oh i've heard of this that's like when the air hits the bone or something yeah you have to keep checking it and then my first thought when the dentist said dry socket is oh my gosh is that a metal band and was it? Did you? I haven't you, checked yet. But. Okay, I'm on this. <laughs> but I just I'm thought on, that's such a good name, isn't it? I'm on. I'm on the metal archives now, researching this. Uh, okay, submit dry socket. Ooh, no matches found. No matches. It can only mean one thing. We we need to form, and it can be just a side project because I know yeah. we're both very busy. Very very um, busy, and you've already got you know witch taint, so. I have witch taint, yeah, but you know, there's always room for us. We could have a side project, dry socket. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. Yeah, it could be like, uh, you know, even to make it easy on ourselves, it could be sort of ambient. Uh, the ambient, because then then we could just kind of make noises and put a little delay on it, and we'll be fine. Um, <laughs> It would be fun to make one of those albums where, you know how um, sometimes, I don't know if you remember listening to the end of Nevermind, that Nirvana album, and you would just leave it on in CD player and you would forget that it was on and you f assume the track ended. Oh, yeah. But and after 15 minutes, this horrid sound <laughs> happened. The hidden track. Yes, the hidden track. So I think that Dry Socket's whole thing could be just, you know, ambient music and every once in a while just this huge jolt. 
Yes, I love. I love. This is. I'm. We're, this is. We're. I feel like we're. This is. Uh, we should. We should talk about t-shirts. At oh, some point. Most important. This is gonna be dry socket. What? That's. We need to touch on something Canadian at some point soon. Mm, but I feel sure. like I want to stay on the metal path. Uh, but uh, the, the, the hidden track is is it is it a lost art? Do you think now that everyone listens to stuff online? It would be harder to do. I guess you could um, uh, when you download an album. I mean, it's sort of fun. I mean, I do think a band could enjoy a bit more around because if you hit shuffle play, yeah, you know, they could really. Um, Figure, I don't know, figure out a way to throw in that hidden track um, whenever you hit shuffle play. Kind of like a punishment for you. Gosh, I always think metal, don't I? So you're punished for not <laughs> listening to the album in the sequence that the band painstakingly created for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that, you know, that's what happens. It, it just all gets thrown. And I'm guilty of it, too. I just, you shuffle I, play? Well, only uh, only because sometimes I can't figure out how to turn off shuffle on my uh, phone. That's um, it's upsetting to me when it happens, but uh, not proud of it. Just being honest. Yeah, no, we, no, technology's challenging. It really is. Mm -hmm. But we just um, I will have said some of this in sort of the intro. But you you are you live in Vancouver? I do. But where are you from Vancouver originally? I am originally. I'm one of the very few people originally from Vancouver. You're the real deal. Yeah. The oh, the gee. the mountains, the the you know, the beaches, the trees, they're in my soul. But here's the funny thing about me. I don't like the outdoors. You don't. Why not? No. I mean, I can think of many reasons not to like the outdoors. I'm but what, uh, when, what are your reasons? I just, it's boring and wet and cold out there. I don't know. I'm not a hiker. I've never, you've been to Vancouver, I know. And you know, the big deal is to do the grouse grind. You probably heard that when you were here. No, wait, no, the, the grouse grind. Yeah, it's what a hike. Is that? It's a hike up Grouse Mountain. So it's a big deal here. And everyone's, you know, kind of, what's your time? What'd you do this weekend? Would you do the grind in? Because then it just becomes the grind, right? You don't need the grouse anymore because we get it, the grind. And yeah. uh, so I've never done it, and I feel that's a point of uh, bragging, like that I've never done the grouse grind, even though I've lived here this long. So um, um, I just don't do it, and I won't do it. I'm proud of you. Thank I, you. Plus, I think, like, hiking, that's like, you know, like people in L.A. always talk about that, about going hiking all the time. And it's just like they're just going for a walk. Yeah, I like walking. Everybody, yeah, walking's fine. I was yeah, just doing. I, but yeah, I, there is a, uh, a quote of um, Fran Lebowitz from her Metropolitan Life. And it's one, and I'm going to kind of jumble it a bit, but I have the gist of it, which is that she said, my idea of the great outdoors is that space between my apartment and the cab. I like that. That's really, uh, it's extreme. <laughs> but um, very metal in the, in just by fact that is is extreme. Yes, very extreme. Although that band Extreme is not metal. Hmm. No, I'm. Thank you for pointing that out. I don't. I didn't even think we would start talking about Extreme, but here we are. 
Um, I think, aren't they going on, isn't there some, isn't that like the planned Motley Crue tour with like Poison, Def Leppard, Extreme, wasn't that announced today or yesterday or something? Is Extreme on that tour too? I, I, I thought it was just Poison, Def Leppard, and Motley Crue. Maybe I'm making that up, but. I mean, I feel like not? I read that. I feel like I read that. I was, ju- I just read today that they, between the three bands, they want $3.25 million every night. And at seven, at an average of $70 a ticket, they're going to have to play to 60,000 people wow. every night. And I got news, not to burst Motley Crue's bubble, <laughs> but they don't have that many fans. It's not Well, that. I feel like they, any, like... What was the some that contract or something? We'll never do this again. I know there's some. I've met some people who were angry that they went to a farewell show that it was a big deal, and you know they flew out somewhere only to find the band a couple of years later. Going, you guys up to anything? No. Well, do you want to get the band back? You know, and then ne- <laughs> and there's angry people. Farewell tour. The farewell tour. I mean, the Who did a farewell tour. In 1982. Yeah. And they're still out there. You know, I don't really begrudge anyone for doing it. Um, I think Elton John's farewell tour is like three or four, five years. I'm not entirely sure. But oh, another, and Slayer's, and then, Slayer's farewell tour really, did it just wrap up? I think so. But then, of course, you know, just right before it ended, they said, you know, oh, they're not gonna, they're not, they're still gonna do stuff. So now it'll just be like, ladders. I just don't buy it. Because I think I, I saw, I'm pretty sure on this that I didn't. I see the final Slayer tour May of 2018. Yeah, they've been doing this for. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't see Voivod pull this if I can, you know, bring it back to Canada. Yeah, but I I truly believe they wouldn't pull they wouldn't pull this nonsense. No, I agree with I, you. I think they'll just they'll they well they've had lineup changes and things too. So yeah, yeah, they're down to to, but they're still great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they had that. They won the Juno Award this year as well. As you know. They should. Yeah, for best metal album. As as well, they should. They're incredible. Do you follow the Junos? Not as closely as I should. I de- yeah. I jump in and out. Um, though I was just I just do you know David Miles? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just was uh, I just interviewed him for the show, so we were talking about he. Uh, well, I was reading um, now. Now I'm pulling his his information up. Whereas just moments ago, I was trying to secure our band named Dry Socket. <laughs> just just, just got to get to one of those sites where we can trademark this thing. Oh, my. <laughs> dry Socket. <laughs> well, we should do drysocket.ca. Yeah. Um, oh, let's, yeah. Let's be, let's be Vancouver-based. That'll give me an excuse. <laughs> to come to town and just, you know, we're working on some things. Yeah, yeah. Go to a Canucks game, work on some dry socket, 
<laughs> they mightn't think you're a mechanic, though, now I'm thinking about it. but Wait, why would they think I was a mechanic? Well, don't they use socket wrenches or something? Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. But, yeah, they probably do. Hey, but, I don't, uh, I'm no more versed on anything uh, <laughs> mechanics either. Yeah, this mechanics I rarely touched on on this show. Oh, but well, oh, anyway, David Miles and the rapper mm-hmm. Classified won a Juno Award for their song Inner Ninja. Yeah, biggest that's a great song. Biggest selling rap single in Canadian history. Yeah, I got to spend some time with David Miles a couple of years ago when I was at a music festival in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I, that's, um, well, um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm embarrassed to say I've not been to New Brunswick yet, but I will get there. Maybe on the first dry socket tour. Yes. We'll hit New Brunswick. I think... Um, uh, well, you've got David already as a fan, so there's one. Yeah, we uh, we uh, we yeah, we are we we have boots on the ground, as they say. Yes. Um. So I want to ask you about uh. So, you know, because on the on this show, so you're Canadian. I have talked to. Initially, I mean, it's it so far has been weighted a little heavily toward Ontario natives. Um, which has enraged people all over Canada. I've yeah, received a lot of hate mail, understandably. Yeah, that's a, a thing. A lot of hate mail. Mm-hmm. No, most of it, very polite, sort of like, hey, why don't you talk to some other people? And I, and I, so I, I have been branching out. Um, but you are the first British Columbian, is that right to say British Columbian person, native? Yes. Resident, sure. sure. Um, and then, then I'm going to drink, bring it fully back to metal. But what, what would you say is the, uh, how, how is British Columbian, uh, just what makes it its own thing apart from Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta? I'm just showing off my working knowledge of yeah. provinces. That was well, you know. I'm like, it's probably more impressive to know your 50 states than it is just to know, you know, 10 provinces and some territories. Oh, but, you know, you I, brag all you want. I disagree because I I think the average American cannot uh, really, couldn't point to, say, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan on a map with the ease that I can. Yes. Well, that's true. I, I, there might even be some Canadians that can't do that. So that's what I find. I mean, I, I you know, in in um, in researching my book, Park and Moose, uh, now on sale, yes. not 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 discounted, but you know, currently available. I mean, it, it probably is discounted, but um, it's um, it's a coffee table book in my home right now. Oh, excellent, mm-hmm. perfect. That's uh, my plan is working, um, but. Yeah, I found that Canadians, it seemed most Canadians I spoke with had not seen as much of Canada as I have seen. Yeah, it's a big country. It's massive. It is. I mean, I, I don't I don't uh, fault anyone. I mean, it's hard to, uh, 
and there, there, it's a huge country. And then there's, you know, there's, you could drive for days without running into a whole lot, which I think is awesome. I think a lot of people make those sorts of trips to, like you were saying, uh, Moose Jaw or, you know, smaller places because they have family there. Yeah. So that's a big, um, you know, sort of Canadian summer thing. We're going to a reunion in, you know, in Saskatchewan or Manitoba or something, you know, or Alberta. They've got family there. Like, I've got family in Calgary. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Do you ever get to Calgary? I've, um, no, I've only been there once. And I have a good friend there, too, as well. But, um, you know, I just don't, oddly enough, I have a, a friend, uh, had a friend in L.A., and I probably saw her more. <laughs> Well, I don't, you know, I'm not going to take any shots at Calgary because I actually, I'm, I'm a, I, I have, I've had many lovely times in Calgary. Oh no, no shots um, at Calgary. It's a beautiful city. Uh, all the things, and they just hosted the Grey Cup. But if you had to take a shot at Calgary, what would it be? No, just kidding. I mean, yeah. you can't. No, no. <laughs> Wait, I love, I love everything. The Grey Cup was that just that was just yesterday, right? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Was it the uh, Stampeders were involved? Well, no, that was their home city. It was. Wait, the, they hosted it. Oh, they Calgary. hosted it, kind of like how they have the Super Bowl in a city, even though the team from that city isn't playing. Yes, I mean, I oh. guess that's the dream. I'm I'm like a detective. I just figured sussed it out. Um. I didn't know. I went to see the Calgary Flames play the Dallas Stars. Not mm -hmm. the now most you, exciting matchup. Now you've moved on to hockey, just so everyone knows I know that. Yes. Oh. Okay. I know. Well, I, you know, I knew you would know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but what I didn't know is the Calgary Stampeders, who had won the Grey Cup, I didn't know what the Grey Cup was, and I didn't know... Why they came out on the ice before the game and oh. everyone was cheering for them and I didn't know who they were or what why I, that sounded like you were gonna do spinal tap nobody knew who they were <laughs> <laughs> no I just didn't know what sport they were and I was right. too shy to admit that I went to the game by myself which is a whole other level wow. of things. I've been to two I've been to I will say 50% of the NHL games I've been to in Canada, I attended alone. Did you not make friends? To, not at all. Oh. Um, no, I'm a shy, lone, uh, real wallflower type. I did a little bit in Calgary. I, had, I, I was a bit overserved, and I did get to chatting with some people briefly. Mm -hmm. um, but in, in, in Vancouver, I, I held it together, and I... Uh, yeah, some people say Vancouver is an unfriendly city. That's a distinction we have. Hmm, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I had a nice time. Yeah, they say something that we're kind of cold or we don't make friends easily. Okay, so this is now bringing it full circle back to, or bringing it back to, do you think that is a defining uh, thing of uh, Vancouver? Right? Is it Vancouverites? Yeah, we can. Yeah, Vancouver, right? Yep. Uh, I That's don't. I don't think so. It's hard. Yeah, you can say that. I mean, officially, I don't know if we've ever, you know. You, you never pinned it down. I haven't like checked to see if that's. But we say Vancouver, right? 
Okay, let's go with it. What else would you do, Vancouver? That'd be well, weird. like people in Halifax, they're called Haligonians, which That's is right. wild. Isn't that great? I love that. Never, I love it. I never saw it coming. Or from Glasgow, they're Glaswegians. Oh, yeah. that's. I was just in Glasgow. And Not Manchester, they're Mancunians. I love those. I don't oh, even know what they yeah. mean. Yeah, it's like they were drunk. Well, they probably were drunk. To be fair. And now let's take a quick break and check in with our friends over at Maximum Fun. For more information on those nut jobs, go to MaximumFun.org. I call them nut jobs out of love. They're actually very stable people. Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Again, what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. Got a message for you. Hi, it's me, April Wolf, the host of Switchblade Sisters and co-writer of the new horror film, Black Christmas. And I'm Katie Walsh, film critic and occasional host of Switchblade Sisters. We're here to announce that for one episode, we will be doing something a little different. Much like Jeff Goldblum and David Cronenberg's The Fly, I will be going through a truly disturbing transformation. April will transform from the interviewer into the interviewee. I will be asking her all about her new film, Black Christmas, her writing process, and ongoing existential dread. But I will also be discussing John Carpenter's perfect masterpiece, Prince of Darkness. You guys seen any movies you like? So tune in to Switchblade Sisters for a one-of-a-kind episode with April Wolf and me, Katie Walsh. See you then. Only the corrupt I listen to now. And now back to my delightful and seriously Canadian conversation with Lisa Christensen, Vancouverite, CBCite, metalhead. But what would you say, what's the sort of defining, you know, because I've heard it said that Vancouver is the L.A. of Canada. But I, I didn't get, I don't, I wouldn't stand for that talk if I were you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's fair. I guess in relation to the entire country, that might, <laughs> we might seem like the warm and balmy part, uh, which we are. Uh, during the winter. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, there's that other unofficial sort of, I don't know how far you've done, gone into the research of Cascadia. No, I need to get on it. So Cascadia is this vision that some people have that, you know, we, we share more here in British Columbia with the uh, coast of the United States. So with Washington and Oregon. Mm -hmm. Because we have the coast, we have the kind of resource economies, like, you know, the fishing and the logging and the mining kind of feel. So some oh. people really push this idea of Cascadia. Oh, I'm, I'm looking it up here. And, and it's, a, it's a whole... Oh, they're like, like there's a movement to break off into your own country? Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to it. Only because I just think of the outfits. <laughs> and I'm not trying to get rid of anybody. I just think it would be like, 
you know, just on a fashion level alone. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a certain. I mean, when um, I, I I know you're a, a grunge fan, you've discussed grunge, so that that whole kind of <laughs> feel of <laughs> of like that Seattle scene in the '90s that that was crept up in in Vancouver. That was you know a big part of of what we are and. Uh, Vancouver is also uh, the musical home of hardcore punk because of DOA. They were the founders. Oh, oh yeah, DOA. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I'm trying to, and I've pulled up, I, I've pulled up, there's No Means No is from yes. Victoria, right? Yes. Seen them. Yeah, me too. Not to brag. Um, <laughs> I, I'm admittedly now have just pulled up a, a list of bands from from British Columbia. Skinny Puppy. Yeah. I'm only I'm only going to point out ones that uh that you've seen and you know. No, no. No, I I'm passing many. I'm scrolled right past new pornographers even though they're not from really. Aren't they from all over the place? Now, but there was a time when they were all from Vancouver. The interesting thing, if you click on Skinny Puppy, if you're on Wikipedia, right? I might be. I might be. Okay, if you did, if you clicked on that, you would find out one of the members of Skinny Puppy is behind one of the most famous pop songs of the past five years. Wait a minute. Okay, now I'm scanning. Okay, what is it? Don't. This is going to kill me. Which song is it? Yes. Call Me Maybe. Because, of course, Carly Rae Jepsen is from uh, from right here in uh, British Columbia, right? And I think it's Ma- Mission or Maple Ridge. Maple Ridge, I think. Oh, so so someone from Skinny Puppy helped write it? Uh, they And produce it. Oh. So you do that, then you can do all the Skinny Puppy you want, because you have that <laughs> Call Me Maybe money coming in. <laughs> well, but Skinny Puppy was like 80s, though. So, so, you know. I know, but they yeah. could still, you know, hey, guys, let's fire up the van. Let's get I'll, some Skinny I'll, Puppy out there. I have that call me maybe money. Don't worry about it. Um, Chilliwack, not metal. But now this brings me to my, uh, an amazing bit of information about you is you are in a three inches of blood music video yeah yeah that was one of the best things i ever got to do it's an amazing video um there's uh there's a lot going it's sort of a viking community yeah there's like a feast with a battle going on perfect what more do you need and the song's called battles and brotherhood so um, how did how did you end up in a three inches of of blood video? Yeah, that is. Um, I knew a couple of other female metal fans, not to have to say it that way, but um, who were going out to do that. They had a show at uh, a radio station here, and they asked if I wanted to come. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know exactly what I would do. And uh, I said, I'll do that. And so then we went out to Aldergrove, which I don't know if you know where that is. I do not. 
Yeah, it's outside Vancouver, about an hour or so, uh, like real farm community. Anyway, they had this oh, a set, because, I mean, Vancouver has a lot of film production, as you know, um, out here. And so they had this set, and we went out there and um, got dressed up as a Viking wench or something. I'm not entirely sure what my title would have been, but that's definitely what happened. And we were there for about, ooh, 12 hours, I guess. It was quite fun. Yeah, it's a great it's a great video. I, I, I encourage... Uh anyone to see seek it out it's a it's a it has everything it does and then sadly they did break up but um i did go to their final show and it was pretty good why did they break up um they've been together a long time i think that um they just wanted to do some other things and it's it's a lot of work i mean as we'll find out with dry socket i mean i know know, yeah i know it's you know we have a we we have our work cut out for us we do Despite the band members being spread out across North America, you know. Well, we have the the important Vancouver, New York audience sewn up. So that's, you know, that's coveted by many bands. That's that's true. You know, I just worry how we'll hold it together once we get into those tertiary markets. You know, when we're playing uh, a Wednesday in Sault Ste. Marie. That's when we have to dig deep. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I have to think about. I mean, I'm I'm sure as a Stomp and Tom comes up in your in your world of researching well, Canadian music. Stomping Tom. Okay, and now I'm really googling. Stomping Tom. No, no ing. Stomping Tom. Connor. Oh, Stomping. Oh, Stomping Tom. Is. Yeah, he was one of the most famous. Canadian singer-songwriters of all time. And he has some, it's all Canadian songs, just like everything. Bud the Spuds from PEI, where they make, a, you know, where they grow potatoes. Mm-hmm. But he has a fantastic song called um, Sudbury Saturday Night. And it's all about the fighting that goes on at the bars in Sudbury on Saturday night. Oh, nice. Yeah, Sudbury, that's a, this sort of a rural community yeah mining community mining mm-hmm. they, that's where they shoot letter kenny my favorite tv show oh i have a friend who works on that who trevor risk wait is he a character on the show no he's a writer but i have met them i went to see a live letter kenny here in vancouver and um and met them they're very nice they're very very nice and it's a very very funny show i love that show I I uh I'm a, I'm an uh I got on board very early for an American. Yeah, and you someday you should talk uh, to my buddy Trevor because he's super fascinating. But he's traveling the world right now. Why? I mean, why not? But well, yeah, exactly. But um, now let's get back to metal. Okay. The most important stuff. So, um, how did you? And and. Not that anyone that's into metal has to look like fully metal, yeah. but to the you know the, the you don't uh, you don't look you don't radiate metal to to uh, your appearance. No, I don't. I mean, I I always buy a, a shirt in every show. Yeah, you have to. You have to. So you know, sometimes I wear them, but then I wreck it by putting a black blazer on the top. <laughs> No, that's a, that's a strong look. 
Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I I have a couple of friends who go to shows with me who are a little bit more, I guess, what's the, you know, conservative looking? Is that the best way to describe that, you know? Um, and we go to shows together and I don't know if anyone would know for sure that, you know, that, you know, we're metal fans. However, that said, it's never been an issue and I've never, you know what I mean? It's no one's, although, oh, yes, no. okay, wait, it has, this was very funny, a quick anecdote here. So um, there was a federal election coming up and they have advanced polls, right? And so I was going with a friend to this uh, community center to see Amon Amar and Innes Furum. And so I got inside and everyone who saw me kept directing me toward the advanced polls. Oh, because they thought you weren't there for the medal. That's right. Well, I mean, the the reason I bring it up, because I, you know, I, I, you know, am not the most metal looking person that's ever walked the earth either. But in the, re- the reason, so I, I feel like we're similar in that way. But and the, the reason I bring it up is, do you find that once you, once word is out that you're a slave to the metal, mm. people assume that it's all metal all the time with you do you yes that's what i run into yes and that and that is not not true i mean i was just today singing all the words to shania twain still the one so um oh how can you not right oh my gosh yeah it's such a beautiful song and another one of my favorite artists and i actually went to vegas for her residency was mariah carey Oh, she's got some pipes on her. Right? Number one to infinity. That's all we did. We just went through Mariah's number one songs. Yeah, she's 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 got no shortage. I worry about Mariah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I know. But we had, uh, um, I met the, um, so I don't know if you know this local Vancouver story about um, Artspire. Do you know them? No, I got to get Googling again. Yeah, so um, they're a um, death metal band here from uh, Vancouver. Artspire? A-R-C-H, Artspire. Oh, Arch, one word or two? Yes, one, one word. There we go. So the lead singer, Ollie Peters, who has the really good, you know, you know, the death metal sound, he trained um, Jason Momoa, who is making this show here called C. Oh, I just read about this. Yeah, he taught him how to uh, do a death metal growl. But when he said they were in Vancouver together, they went to see their mutual favorite singer, who is a country singer named Colton Wall. Go figure. So he came to to Vancouver to learn, uh, uh, or they were shooting there. They were shooting in Campbell River. So you've been on Vancouver Island, right? Yes. Yeah, they were they were shooting there, but because Jason is a metal fan, he knew of Arch Spire, and so he looked them up and said, "Would you teach me teach me the ways?" Oh wow! And you you can't say no to that. Why would you? No, why would you? That's so cool. How long did it take for him to 
to school him. Well, he, I don't know exactly how many lessons or anything, but he spent, I think, a week or so um, on the film set. Oh, wow. Just going, yeah. Oh. yeah. And so there was a, there was a particular chant, um, like, that was supposed to rally the, the, you know, the people to battle. That was the whole point of it. And in his, in Jason's mind, the best way to do a chant would be a death metal, which I agree. Totally. But do you think he also, like, maybe was like, this is an excuse to uh, hang with the singer from Archspire? You know... I, I assume so, too. Why not, if you could, right? Yeah. He's he's married to Lisa Bonet. That's right. I mean, this is, I've just, this, in, in my Googling, these are the, uh, and this, which is not even, there's nothing Canadian about what I've just said, I don't think. <laughs> you know what? Gossip, or not gossip, sort of that that sort of stuff. I'm actually a big fan of the Real Housewives franchises, too. So if you want to go there, Oof. I can do that, too. Yeah. Well, which, which is your favorite uh, city? Um, probably New York. You know, do you know any of them? Have you met Luann or Ramona or... I'm glad you asked. Tinsley? Uh, Who's the the one uh, Radzewell? Oh, you know her, Carol Radzewell. Yeah, that's right. I had dinner with her once. What? She was my one, favorite, and she left. One on one, we had dinner. You're kidding. Yeah, I don't talk about it that often, but it's it's a fact. Um, we had dinner. Of um, a friend, a mutual friend, wanted us to meet. Uh, and chat about uh, something regarding the show. And uh, so I won't say what episode of Real Housewives of New York was heavily influenced by me, but there is one episode. I'll tell you later, oh. off the record. Okay, I'm like, my jaw is on the, on the desk. Yeah, here, so. no, I know. I, this is, you know... I told you the conversation can go anywhere on this show. And now here we are talking about Real Housewives of New York. Well, that's that's kind of how, I mean, that's why it's fun to talk to you, because the, it sounds like you enjoy that, too, where it goes over here, goes over there, goes over here. You know, who knows where it's going to go, but it's always going to be entertaining. Hopefully. I mean, you know, it's maybe, you know, it's probably why I don't have, a, you know, I'm not uh you know, have my own drive time show or something. But you know, <laughs> what are you what are you gonna do? I think that 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 ship sailed long ago. So that's why podcasts are great. That's why pod. Yes, exactly. Um, we, we should bring it back because I've kept you. I think past the point where I where I said I was going to keep you. Here I uh, was worrying we wouldn't have enough material. No, we could go. I would argue. Um, you know, we could just have the dry socket dialogues where it's just the two of us week after week. Something to think about. I think we should think about it. I mean, obviously keeping a journal is going to be important to this process, you know, like for the archives. Yeah, yeah, exa exactly. Like bonus uh, content for the first, you know, from the first demo to the first EP 
People will um, want to know. People will want to know how how it all came about. Mm-hmm. But so bringing it back to King Diamond. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see King Diamond uh, two days from now, which will be in the past by the time this comes out, which will, yes. which will be soon. But um, in the, King Diamond is playing in uh, in Vancouver proper. Mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth Theater. Oh, wild. Well, yeah. you're, have you seen, did we, I, I know we just emailed about this, but have you seen King Diamond yet? Ever? I have not. And I feel like I said it, it's, I feel bad because, um, as I said, my father was born in Denmark. Um, and so I feel a kinship, you know, obviously to King Diamond oh, yeah. and to Lars from Metallica. So. Yes. Also Danish. Yes. Um, if I can, have you ever seen the, uh, YouTube clip of King Diamond on the Joe Franklin show? No. As soon as we, uh, end this call, mm-hmm. get Googling King Diamond, Joe Franklin. Do you know who Joe Franklin is? No, should I? I feel bad now. Um, no, don't feel bad. This is, uh, he was a regional talk show host in the New York area. Um, Billy Crystal, Crystal used to do him on, on Saturday Night Live. But, um, and I, 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 I probably have mentioned this before. I mention this whenever possible because I, I believe it's some of the greatest television that's ever occurred but it's uh king diamond early you know just post merciful fate Mm -hmm. on this show and uh i i encourage you and anyone listening to run don't walk to the internet and watch it it's a real treat you know there is one obscure one of those new york talk show hosts that you know that famous one for kiss on new year's eve on midnight what was that there was that oh Oh, you know what I mean? Al Goldstein, Midnight Blue? No, he was, I can't remember now. It was just all four of them. Before they really, really took off. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, gray gosh. hair. Snyder, Tom Snyder, is Tom that right? Tom Snyder, Tom Snyder, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was interviewing all four of them for this super long, like, half hour or something, it seemed like. Or maybe it was even longer. But I just love that interview because... Um, I always loved Ace Freely, and his laugh is probably one of the most magical things of all time. Oh yeah, I want to. I want to try to approximate it, but I won't. For uh, people can Google that too. Yeah, we had sort of a this high pitched, uh, yeah, weird laugh. It's like a giggle or something, and it's just so sweet. Yeah, that's Ace. Um. Well, I promised you I, I would uh, set you free into the Vancouver night. Yeah, well, that's uh, where I got to go. It's a little bit rainy, but, you know, that's how it goes. That's, yeah, that's Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for talking to me. I feel like uh, I could, I could, I could we'll, we'll have to do a follow-up episode at some point. Yeah, I look forward to it. You know, I mean, now that we're bandmates, I mean, there's, it's obviously, there's going to be some issues and stuff. So, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll work through them, though. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk it all out. And I'll, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll have to get you a witch taint shirt so you can Oh, and it. I did see your photos from your show the other night. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. We had a fun one. 
Yeah, and that looked amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's fun time. So hopefully we'll make it to Vancouver in the new year. Oh, boy. I'll be standing up front, you know. <laughs> well, You'll you might be, to... be doing double duty. Dry socket might be, uh, might be a double bill by then. That's right, uh, but we dry socket doesn't open for anyone. Just saying. So. Oh, oh, believe me, you'll you'll yeah, you'll notice I didn't say dry socket. Right. Will be open. That's right. I did notice. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Lisa. My pleasure. It was a, a real joy chatting with you. That was a lot of fun. So thank you. I hope I hope uh, if anyone listens and has heard that Vancouver isn't friendly, I am here to to let you know that that Vancouverites are very friendly. I found it to be a delightful. Good. Well, I'm very pleased well, and uh, enjoy your New York evening. Thank you. All right. I'll speak to you soon, I hope. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye. And there you have it. My delightful and seriously Canadian conversation with Lisa Christensen. Um, and I'm very excited to have had her on the show. Uh, she is my first, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, first uh, Vancouver resident and British Columbian person. Um, I am tearing it up. Uh, we're gonna get, we're gonna hit all the provinces and territories. I promise you, on this podcast, if it's the last thing my partner in crime, Chris Gersbeck, and I ever do. Um, speaking of Chris Kersbeck, I want to thank him for producing this show. He's not Canadian at all, but somehow he's figured it out. Uh, he does all the sophisticated things, all the action music, all the sound effects like this one. Don't forget to listen to our other podcast, Dave Hill's Podcasting Incident and History Fluffer with Jim Biederman and Jody Lennon. Uh, those are three podcasts I insist you listen to all the time. Okay, great, thanks. Um, anyway, thank you, Chris, and thanks to our friends at Maximum Fun for having us be a part of their podcasting and Good Times Empire. For more information on Maximum Fun and their plot for world domination, please go to MaximumFun.org. Um, speaking of hot times, uh, if you're a fan of the show Live From Here with Chris Teeley, uh, on public radio here in North America. Guess who's going to be on it this weekend? Oh, I don't know. A guy uh, called Dave Hill. That's me. Okay. So wherever you are, uh, track it down and, and listen. It's going to be me, Sarah Brellis, if I'm saying that right. Hopefully I am. Los Lobos, Sarah Jaraz, if I'm saying that right. Uh, performers from West Side Story, uh, the hilarious and my close personal friend. Maria Bamford. I don't know if we're close, but I just took a leap there. Anyway, uh, and I'm going to be on the show, so it's very exciting. It's going to be a super fun show, and um, I'm, I'm excited to be, to be a part of it. So hopefully you can tune in. You can watch it live as it's happening on YouTube. Go to livefromhere.org to find out the real details on everything I was just saying. Um... They have it, you know, I'm, I'm on a lot of pills, I don't, I don't know stuff that clearly. Uh, as long as I'm telling you what to do with your life, the holiday season is upon us. Please get a copy of my new book, Parking the Moose, One of America's 
epic quest to uncover his incredible Canadian roots. Um, it is the best book of the year, I think. It's the best one I've written, at least. Um, and I think you'll like it. Uh, go get several copies today. Give them all to your loved ones and your enemies, whatever. Um, that's all. That's a, Those are all my demands. Uh, until next time, this has been So You're Canadian with me, Dave Hill. And I'm not sorry. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.